I will never forget. There's this um, Facebook group for mm-hmm. people um, like who go to, who went to McGill, and it's called McGill Easy Classes for Electives. And people just post like a bunch of questions, like, "Oh, has anybody taken Econ 101?" Blah blah blah, whatever. Um, and there was this guy who posted one time, and he was like, "What's the easiest shit to take in need of at least a 4.0 GPA?" And someone commented. Just down a liter of prune juice. It'll be the easiest shit you'll ever take. Good luck with your GPA, though, fam. <laughs> Hi, friends. My name's Nadine. And my name is Thadini. And welcome to You Know What I Mean. been an episode that's gone by where I haven't brought up my <laughs> digestive problems so you know I'm what? really happy that we're taking a full episode to talk about I, it. I want to know. I know people want to know. <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> oh my god Rachel if you're listening I'm sorry. I literally I met so Charini <laughs> has a friend called Rachel and she's um, your friend too. She's my friend friends. too now. We've met multiple times so yeah. we are officially. She thinks we're friends. We are, we, are, we are friends. She thinks we th- she thinks we're friends. Yeah because you guys she listens it's <laughs> like that was such a really good sentence she listens to her podcast and she always tells me she's like i feel like nadine and i are just like friends now because i always listen to you guys okay well you know what we are because also i've told her about my digestive problems <laughs> literally as, as we're leaving she's my house. leaving the door i was like by the way rachel and she Did literally you know? was like i don't care <laughs> i don't care i don't give rachel a shit cares. she cares she's so sweet she cares <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> tell us about your gut health. My gut health is um, is really in the shit, to be honest <laughs> with you. <laughs> I've also, growing up, I've always had digestive problems. I, very, like, so to be very honest, like, I, I don't go to the bathroom regularly. Mm-hmm. It's always been something <laughs> that, it's been a topic of conversation. I feel like I have yeah. with a lot of people because everybody around me does, like, yeah you're very regular I am very regular (laughs) (laughs) I am very regular I go to the bathroom at least once a day if not twice a day I know you were saying that your body does it like clockwork no it does like every like it's literally like clockwork like I don't even it's like a schedule so if I um sometimes I literally like if I sleep in or something or like if my schedule is thrown off my body's like wait a minute no it's time so the norm for me used to be like every two days that's like so scary no like, it's really imagine. scary no no no. it's really scary and I for some reason I've developed this thing where I haven't developed it it's just like I can't go if it's not in my own bathroom I think that's normal I think so many people like feel like that yeah but if I'm in like a hotel or a friend's house I still won't I still that's a lot yeah that's a lot what do you do you just don't go. you just don't go you came to visit me I for straight like up surpri- I, like, four days in Montreal it. and just didn't didn't go to the bathroom no I um when I was dating somebody I, I went on a trip with them and I <laughs> when I was dating somebody I went somewhere and did something <laughs> but I wasn't pooping <laughs> exactly that's not what I did but anyways we did not come on here to talk specifically about my problems um but gut health in general yeah so what is gut health 
It Please is. Okay, I will, I will ask and answer <laughs> my own go. question. Let's fucking go. Let's go. Drop this info. Okay. Gut health is basically starts with your mouth yep. and ends with your anus. Literally. Ends Love with it. your anus. Um, and it's everything in between. So mm-hmm. it's your esophagus, your stomach, your actual gut. And it what constitutes gut health is basically how your body regulates essentially everything from what you eat, how you actually digest nutrients, the vitamins and minerals that get like sent out throughout your body, mm-hmm. um, having proper blood flow throughout your body. It regulates things like your immune system, anti-immunity, um, how you feel. There's like even like as much as like how you think sometimes or like your um, allergies. Mm-hmm. So it truly is like the hub for everything that is going on in your body. And the most, I feel, underrated part. Yeah. Well, I think that's because there hasn't been a lot of science. No, that's not true. There hasn't been a lot of focus on Mm -hmm. how important gut health is. And I think people just think like, oh, like you eat healthy, like everything's going to be fine, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But that's only one part of like the entire world of gut health. Mm -hmm. And it's so interesting. So I've really gotten into gut health because... um, I would always be bloated. Like, I, it did not matter if I ate, if I didn't eat, what I ate, when I ate. Like, it, like literally what I ate, it did not matter. I would be bloated. Mm-hmm. I would wake up in the morning, bloated. <laughs> I, I, like, we've talked about this yeah. so many times. But I'm the exact same. No, like, and, like, anything, like, you always talk about how you would wear, like, a tank top underneath. Because you'd get bloated. Yeah. Because air hits your stomach, bloat. Air doesn't hit your stomach? Bloat. Yeah. Crop crop tops were the death of me. (laughs) We would go out, back when crop tops were were popular, we would go out, me and my friends, I would wear a crop top, I would come back home and cry. (laughs) Because I would look like I was like 12 months pregnant. I know. On my way to give birth. (laughs) Sick. Body health though. (laughs) Body positivity. Anyways, it's fine. Um, No, so I, like, that's how I started because I just had such... Like, I, and I never, really like, really understood it. Like, mm-hmm. I kind of just thought that that's how everybody functioned. And then I remember a couple of months ago, maybe even more than a couple of months ago, maybe a few months ago, I um, really upped it there from a couple to a few. I really, I was, like, super constipated and super <laughs> bloated. No, I really was. And, like, I'm just not somebody who, like, doesn't go to the bathroom very regularly. But I know that, like... A lot of people don't go to the bathroom and are constipated and don't think twice about it. They're like, this is just how I live. Ha You. It's me. you. But I'm not like that. <laughs> I don't know. It's the one thing that differentiates us. Nobody should ever be like that. No, they shouldn't. But so many people are. Mm-hmm. And it's because, I mean, there's so many different reasons. But anyways, it got alarming for me because I was like, what is going on? Yeah. Um, and it finally just came to a point where I was like, you know what? I have, I'm feeling bloated all the time. I have all these other issues going on that I need to go see my naturopath our naturopath our naturopath whom I love whomst I love (laughs) Sarah's not listening she's not I don't think she knows this exists no but bless like you bring up your digestive (laughs) issues every week I bring her up every week because I genuinely I'm like are you like an like a heaven sent angel? Like no, she's amazing. She's incredible. She's so smart. She really puts two and two together, and like she really, really, really takes an, a holistic approach to health, mm-hmm. which is what I like so much more than just going to a regular doctor. Um, but that's how I like kind of started on this like gut health journey. We were reading because 
we wanted to make sure that we had as many facts as facts. <laughs> facts as we could in this episode. And um, in an article by Refinery29, it was really interesting. They were saying that gut health, just as a trend, has been on the come up so much that the UK is estimating that the that the gut probiotic industry, industry yeah. yeah, well, like uh, companies that are selling probiotics are estimating that it's going to be a it's going to be worth three hundred and thirty three million pounds. Wow, isn't that insane? That's insane, but it just goes to show, like, well, I think like health and wellness in general is like becoming more popular. Yeah, and with that, people are realizing the importance of gut health. And it's not just, like, consumers. It's truly, like, scientists yeah. are, like, understanding the importance of gut health. I wonder if it's, um... <laughs> I wonder if it has anything to do with just, like, the change in consumers. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> she fully was like, we have these, like, freaking notes, okay? And she's like, okay, next point. Go to the next point. <laughs> like, do and you want to talk about this? <laughs> and then fully yes. derailed. And I moved I'm on. And then she's like, next one. Um, <laughs> I'm not. I just talked to my personal experience. I'm like, do you want to talk about yours? Uh, I am literally dead. I'm crying. Anyway, and anyways, whoa. Anyways, anyways, why, so did you want to talk about your personal experience? <laughs> but I was wondering if the reason that this like gut health industry or probiotic industry or all these health and wellness is <clears throat> on the rise so much is because there's a change or shift in consumers like now millennials yeah. are making up the bigger yeah majority. that's such a good point no totally um and they are just more like conscious about what they're putting in their body also yeah. because like food is not produced the same way now as it was like even in our parents generation yeah so totally. it's really taken an effect on how our bodies function mm-hmm. and i think too like we're a generation that's very much Things about sustainability first, mm-hmm. or at least like mm-hmm. within the mm-hmm. first few, um, and first also few thoughts, few <laughs> thoughts that come into my mind, um, and the information that they've come up with like over the years of research, yeah, it's just grown so much, yeah, no, and totally. so we've taken a bigger interest in it than our parents have. No, totally, I totally agree, and that's such a good point. Anyway, to go <laughs> to point number two, which is my personal experience, um. We don't even, you know what? I lied. We don't even need to know. We've, you've told us every episode. <laughs> so we've, I've gone to see our naturopath. Yeah, I actually found out about it through you. Yes. Her, about, found out about her through you. Um, and the reason I went is because of my um, digestive problems. Like that was really the main issue. Encompassing issue. <laughs> and she's, she told me a lot of really interesting things. And one of the stuff that she told me was that the, your gut is a source of it's basically if your gut isn't working there's a lot of other things that are going to be working and Mm -hmm. the interesting that what I found so interesting about that is she's not the first person to tell me I actually went to see an osteopath Mm -hmm. and he told me the same thing yeah isn't that why you actually went to a naturopath because of your osteopath he made the connection between like something in your gut it was something bizarre because, yes, you're right. And then you were like, oh, I'm going to explore this further. Go to a naturopath. Yeah, because I went to him for something um, not even, like, gut-related. I didn't even tell him that I was having gut issues. And this was my first experience with a more holistic type of medicine. Mm-hmm. And so um, I had gone with my mom, and she's like, you know, just, like, tell him everything that you're feeling in your body. And I didn't take that so literally. Mm-hmm. So I just told him what I was feeling at the time. And when he found out that I had all these, like, gut issues, like, I was 
<laughs> constipated and I was <laughs> extremely irregular. Yeah. He was like, oh my God, this changes everything completely. Wow. You should explore this further. Yeah. And then you went to see the naturopath. Yeah. So I went to see the naturopath. She basically was like... She told you something super interesting. She told me... Yes. She told me... I know which one you're thinking of. Um, she told me a couple things that I took away from. Your... My <laughs> gut <laughs> that I... That made no sense, but you know what I mean. <laughs> um, my gut is the source of why I have a lot of skin problems. Yeah. That yeah. I get all these, like, breakouts on my face. Um, because she- your gut, like, just like how if you have, like, a viral infection in your body, like, your body, like, has different ways of showing you that you're sick. Exactly. So, like, you get tired or you have a runny nose or whatever. It's like when your gut health is off, your body is telling you that through different ways, like being irregular or, mm-hmm. like, having bad skin or not that you have bad skin, but you know what I mean. Yes, like, I'm more prone to breakouts. Yeah. She yeah. basically was, like, a good way of a – good, a good rule of thumb is that everything that you put into your body – ends up coming out somehow and if it's being stuck in your gut it's going to show up in places that it shouldn't like your skin that's That's so interesting because I was also getting I was getting a lot of like body breakouts which um is also hormonal but she was saying that because you have this issue in your gut it's just perpetuating it Mm -hmm. so much so much more Mm -hmm. um another really interesting thing that she said which is um why she thinks that I am as irregular as I am. Yeah. Um, is because um, there's a muscle in my large intestine mm-hmm. that has basically become lazy. Mm-hmm. And instead of pushing through all the food that my body's trying to digest, it's not doing it as efficiently as it should be. And that's because of all the years where, because I've been so constipated my whole life, it's basically just tapped out and been like, I, I've never done this before. Why do I have to start now? Why do you want me to do this? But you know what I wonder, like, what, I'm going to answer, ask this question, kind of answer myself. Mm -hmm. What I, like, would think of next is why did it become lazy? Mm -hmm. And the, and I was, so while we were doing research for this episode, I actually found that a lot of research shows that when you breastfeed, Mm -hmm. you actually give specific micro bacteria to your baby that actually helps that stays with them for like their whole life oh wow um and that helps build their immune system it helps build their gut health it helps Mm. build all of that stuff and so like that can in turn later in life have an effect on like their immunity Mm -hmm. their like their how well they can like react to infection how well they actually how regular they are like all of those things and there's something similar like i've heard that if you uh have a natural birth your child is less likely to have allergies oh versus if you have like a c-section that's so interesting oh yeah i heard that were we talking i think i might have told you this yeah um yeah no because i remember hearing about that and i think it was you who told me and i thought that's so interesting yeah and so like i think when you're a child like what you like literally like what you eat and like in those developmental years what you're putting into your body is actually so 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 important Mm -hmm. because it you're, like, setting the foundation for, like, the rest of your life, basically. Yeah. I don't I, I don't know what it is um, that's caused my body to be like this and not have a very strong digestive system, but I do remember being very, very young and <laughs> having to take a suppository, which mm, is, like, the yeah. most uncomfortable <laughs> thing of my life. We're and really like, not I have, holding like, back this episode. I have nightmares not literal nightmares but like really awful memories of me like screaming oh my god yeah like it, it did just, they hurt they're just extreme 
really uncomfortable. Okay, does does everybody listening know what a suppository is? It's basically like imagine um this is a terrible way of explaining it, but imagine just sticking butter up your ass <laughs> to help <laughs> relax your, your muscles. Muscles. So that they release. Yeah. Shit. Fuck my life. Literally honestly. and figuratively. Yeah, basically. Um so I had to do so Stick butter to, up your butt. That's the best way to that do it. Sounds... Like it sounds awful. Um but yes, that would be my that would that was basically my childhood. I think if I were to look back and try <laughs> In a nutshell, to... <laughs> that's my childhood. <laughs> if I were to look back and like try to figure out what it is, I would say that I I never really drank a lot of water. Mm. I was always not that I was like always borderline dehydrated, but I never knew it. Yeah. Um. And also, I I never had a high fiber diet. Interesting. Yeah, I always had to um. Eat. I always had to make a conscious effort to eat more bran and introduce more fiber in my diet because it just I wasn't taking any. Okay, so then I guess that's like that leads us like perfectly into our next point. Everybody <laughs> is how to know if you have a healthy gut. Yes. Tell me. Okay. You're going regularly. I one w- like number zero. Okay. <laughs> You go regularly. You can eat foods and not feel bloated. That was yeah. a big thing for me. Like, your stomach doesn't hurt. Oh, my God, yes. And also, like, I know for me, that mean that meant that I had a dairy sensitivity. Yes. We we both do. Because, because like, my Did you friend, take the sensitivity test? No, I didn't take the food sensitivity test. But my friend Rachel told me this so many years ago. She's lactose intolerant. Um, And she was like... Like, she basically was like, you know what, Rachel, if you're listening, sorry if I'm not actually paraphrasing. She took science. She's really smart. Sorry if I'm not actually paraphrasing what you told me. (laughs) But, like, humans are actually not supposed to have cow's milk. Like, we actually, it's it doesn't sit well with anybody, but it's just become, and then this, like, now I'm adding my own part on, is it's just become such a, like, part of everybody's like of society like you put it in everything you mm-hmm. use it in everything whatever that it's really hard to cut it out mm-hmm. especially for me because I have such a sweet tooth that and and every every dessert has dairy in it yeah so like it's not even like I like dairy I actually hate milk but I, I eat so many things that have milk in it I don't know if this is like scientifically proven but I've heard one time and this really stuck with me that women so I know women are more likely to be lactose intolerant than men. Okay. But I've heard the Why? reason being is because because we produce milk, mm-hmm. our body doesn't want to break it down. And so we... So we... But obviously we produce a different composition of milk. We... The milk we produce has a different composition than like say cow's milk that we were to digest. Yes, but it's the, en- it's the particular enzyme oh, that like breaks lac- down the lactose. La- oh, got it. That Interesting. our body just well not just but like our body doesn't have and or want to do very interesting but i again i don't know if this is like fact or proven but i guess that would kind of make sense Mm -hmm. that's really interesting um but yeah no i've heard that like it's we're we're not even really supposed to be digesting cow's milk it's not actually like our bodies can't actually break it down which like when i was younger Okay, so when I was younger, I hated milk, and mm-hmm. my mom would always try to get me to drink milk, because, mm-hmm. you know, everyone's like, oh, it's so good for you, blah, blah, blah. I never liked the taste of it. No, I think it's disgusting. Yeah. Like, it's, it's literally true. gross, except in this Williams-Sonoma hot chocolate. <gasps> this $10 a freaking teaspoon that my manager got me. God bless her. Um, anyways, um, 
I, my mom would like really try to get me to drink milk and she, she tried everything. Okay. Like all of the syrups, all of the things, whatever, nothing worked. I don't, I actually, and then she finally tried coffee, not like real coffee. She would put like a teaspoon of, of like instant coffee. Oh, I remember you saying this. Yeah. And a teaspoon of sugar Mm -hmm. in milk and just mix it up and warm it up and I would drink it. But I, I, I lied. I would not drink it. And mm-hmm. my grandma would sit with me every morning. She'd be like, let's have a contest to see who can drink our milk faster. And she would, like, finish the whole thing at, like, her super slow speed. And I'd just sit there not drinking it. Anyways, by the time I would actually drink it, I would throw up. Every day. Every single day I would throw up. And uh-huh. my mom attributed that to my anxiety with going to school. Because mm-hmm. I really, when I was in India, didn't like to go to school. Mm-hmm. But now, this is, like we can talk more in depth about this later, but there's such a connection with anxiety and gut health Mm -hmm. and like mental health and gut health. So while I guess my mom was thinking, there's so many things. While my mom was thinking that I was throwing up because I was anxious, it actually could have been that I was lactose sensitive and intolerant. So I actually could not hold it down. Um, And also that my, like my, I was anxious so I would throw up or that, my body was like was my gut health was not good and drinking milk didn't make me feel good which in turn made me anxious mm. that's that that's no, my story i think that's so i think it's so interesting no way i know i i know i'm laughing because this um, this like the week that just passed when i was at work I had dairy, which I haven't had for, I think, about three months now. Wow, really? Yes. And I was like, oh, whatever. Like, I'm sure I'll be fine. Oh, you did tell me this. Jokes on me. I felt bloated right away. I had it for breakfast. I felt bloated in the morning. And so I took these, like, um, they're almost like Gas-X pills, but yeah. they're activated charcoal. Ooh. So I took two, and it kind of, like, helped relieve the pain somewhat but it was still constant throughout the day mm-hmm. and then in the afternoon it got so bad that I I just had this like really really intense stabbing pain oh my goodness in my stomach and this was just like all like honestly it was all gas but because yeah. I was at work and I didn't feel comfortable going to the bathroom it just got worse and worse to the point where I couldn't walk and I thought I was gonna throw up. Oh my goodness! So I what got, did you do? I had to tough it out until like what am I gonna tell my wife? Why don't you just go to your car go. for like a quick minute? Because it was so close to the end of the day that I was like, I'm I'm gonna go in like t- legit ten minutes, and so I, I was like, gotta go. The time was legit five four fifty nine fifty nine, and I was like, I've got to leave. I've got to go. Do you need me for anything? Because I'm leaving. Ran to my car and sped away home. (laughs) But I was in the, like, I was in the most uncomfortable state I've ever been in my life. It's really true. Like, even, like, doing any sort of elimination diet, when you reintroduce it back in your body, you really, like, understand how how much your body doesn't like it. Yeah. Like, I remember I stopped having processed carbs for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um... And it wasn't even, like, it wasn't as long as three months or anything like that. And when I started taking it again, like, immediately my body was, like, bloated. Yeah. It's really crazy. It's so crazy that it does that. Do you remember when we had that? We talked about this in a yeah. previous episode, but we had that, um, like, girls night and yeah. we bought pizza. I woke up the next day so bloated, but not just, like, in my stomach, but also in my face. Yeah. My face was really puffy. And yeah. overall, I just, I felt 
not well. No, I, I know exactly what you mean because I... Same. In fact, last night I went out for dinner. Okay, you know what? This does not have to become a food diary of all the times we've eaten <laughs> and have not felt great after it. So I'm just going to move on. But you get the gist. You get you get the gist. Um, okay, so we've talked about like eating affects gut health. Mm-hmm. But there are so many other things that affect your gut health. So there's like how much sleep you get, um, yeah. what type of medication you, you have. So a lot of times when you take antibiotics, mm-hmm. you once you're done taking your antibiotics, you have to actually start taking a pre or probiotic to help get the good gut bacteria back into your body. Mm-hmm. And that's actually why people think having yogurt is really good. Like having any sort of fermented food is actually really good for your yeah. um, gut health because fermented food has like the good bacteria mm-hmm. that you need in your body um so going like back to like talking about our naturopath but uh, so the reason that I went is because I had all of these like issues and I kept going to a dermatologist and every dermatologist told me that I had lupus Mm. like multiple dermatologists were like you have lupus and I was like listen bitch I don't think I have lupus I'm just being honest with you like I'm not a dermatologist but I don't think I have lupus um but I do think I have some sort of autoimmunity in in my Mm. body and so I went to my to our naturopath, um, and she like she did like a vitamin D test. There's all of these tests, and she basically helped me rebuild my gut lining. Yep. So I am severely anemic, mm-hmm. <laughs> like severely anemic, and I have a severe vitamin D deficiency. And one of the things that she thinks is, it's not just about what you eat, but you have to take it a step further because the gut bacteria that I have is actually not absorbing the iron Mm. in my body that it needs to and so while I could while I may be eating like a bunch of even if I take a bunch of supplements or I'm eating the right foods whatever if that isn't there Mm -hmm. it's not gonna work and so she put me on this pre and probiotic and during the week what I was doing is um getting rid of the bad stuff Mm -hmm. in my body and then on the weekends I was rebuilding my gut lining with all the good stuff that it needs um and that really helped me with like my bloating and also just like feeling better but all of this is to say my gut not being great caused the autoimmunity in my body to act up wow so because my gut health wasn't great I wasn't absorbing the nutrients that I needed despite how healthily is that a word I was eating Mm -hmm. um which in turn like we said came out in different ways you used to complain body. about like having um, almost like a scar between your yeah. eyebrows, but I don't see it anymore. No, it's gone. And that that's what doctors were saying was like a sign of lupus. Yeah. Literally everyone was like, you have lupus. Like literally like multiple people were like, you have lupus. And it's I was literally like, I not there. I lupus. No, I know it's gone. And it could partially be because I'm taking better care of my gut. Like it, wow. it really could be. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's a lot of stuff. I think what puts people... No, it puts people off of finding out more about gut health or, like, what intimidates them is all the big words that get used around yeah, when people talk right. about gut no, health. Yeah, you're right. Like, we were just talking now about, like, pre and probiotics. Um, so I, I think it's, like, worth explaining what they are. Yes. So you'll find that when you're researching gut health or when you're listening to people talk about gut health, they are referring to things um, such as microflora. So microflora are the bacteria and organisms that live in your gut. They're basically what break down your food and help you digest it. Digest it and help like absorb the nutrients that you actually need. Exactly. And there's not just like one kind. It's like a a diet, like a whole, like the best gut health has the most diversity Mm -hmm. of microflora. Exactly. 
because exactly. because you need all the different kinds to help break down all the different types of food and get all the different types of like nutrition that you need exactly and when you don't have the right amount of good bacteria which is part of like your microflora that's where sometimes you'll have people talking about your pre taking pre and probiotics so the difference between the two a prebiotic is basically like a fertilizer for the good bacteria that already exists in your body mm-hmm. um a probiotic are almost like extra good bacteria that you're putting in for your body for extra strength and so they feed on the prebiotic that you've put in before and it makes them stronger and it helps them digest the food more efficiently got it there's one more thing um it's called your gi lining and it's Mm. your gastrointestinal lining and that's basically what blocks out the bad stuff and houses your microflora or your microbiome Yes. All of the bacteria, all the good bacteria that's in your health. Yeah. That's in your gut. And you need that to be strong so that it can absorb the good things and keep out the bad things. Yep. That's one of the things that I, like, rebuilt when I was on this, like, gut health plan with my naturopath. So she probably had you taking the prebiotic first Mm -hmm. and then the probiotic. Yeah. There are foods that actually you don't need to take supplements, per se. You can just introduce these into your diet. So I think the difference... Not I think, but my understanding mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. the difference between taking introducing it within your diet versus taking it as a supplement is that introducing it into your diet, so eating foods that are high in prebiotic or probiotics, is a more indirect way of helping of helping your gut versus the supplements are a more direct way. Wait. And also, it makes a difference. Like for me, even though I was eating maybe eating foods that had it because mm-hmm. of my gut lining. It, was because my gut lining wasn't where it needed to be it didn't matter that I was eating those foods yes so like I would like now that I've rebuilt it I need to take a supplement to like give me the direct it's almost like giving ammunition yeah exactly giving me like exactly what I need Mm -hmm. and then through food I'll help maintain it yeah exactly um no that's true and there's like lots of other things you can do as well to make sure that your gut health is like optimal so like Mm -hmm. eating we've already talked about like eating fermented foods Mm -hmm. but also like making sure that you are regular um making sure that you sleep well like managing stress um actually one of the so I never really had a problem with sleep but or at least I, I didn't think that I had a problem with sleep but my our naturopath was she was like I think you should go on melatonin Mm -hmm. she was like there's a strong link between melatonin and how your body actually functions and especially your gut because when you're sleeping your body really takes the time to repair so that's why like when you like for simple things like when you what you put on your face before Mm -hmm. you go to sleep all the way to like what you eat before you go to sleep makes such a big difference because because during like when you're sleeping is when your body really recovers and like really regenerates and resets and resets so if you do not have a good sleep mm-hmm. you're not and you don't have like enough melatonin to keep you rested throughout your body is not going to be able to reproduce and like get rid of the bad stuff and keep the good stuff like it needs yeah. so there's a strong relation between melatonin um and gut health as well um there's also research that's being that's done where the like a lot of people find that the like the reason for obesity is actually because of what you is because of your gut health. So the reason I thought about this because I was talking because I recommended somebody from work to go mm-hmm. to our naturopath, and we were like talking about like he has similar gut health issues that he's trying to figure out. 
And um, people are so forthcoming with, like, their information about how often they go to the bathroom. Like, I'm like, hey, what's up? And they're like, did you go to the bathroom today? Because I only went yesterday. I'm like, "Mm, I just said what's up. (laughs) But whatever. Um, I recommended him to go see the naturopath. And this is literally me with Rachel. (laughs) She did not ask. The conversation was not even surrounding my digestion. And I, like, took it You're like, by the way, did you know? I'm like, by the way, did you know? Everything about my gut health ever. She literally was like, I'm just trying to go. No, she... (laughs) So, no, I don't know and I care. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, But we were talking about it and he was like, we were talking about, like, gut health, whatever, and he was talking about how people used to do, like, poop transplants because... Excuse me? Yeah, I don't know how it worked exactly. I'm pretty sure it was, like, suppository and you would... I don't know, but the... The point of With it. Other people's like what? What is the tr- what is the transplant aspect? I don't I don't know. It's because when you poop, your yes. you have like your the good or, and bad or whatever bacteria, right? Okay. It's not like it stays in you forever. Like you obviously, it's oh like it comes whatever comes in has to go out. And um, the swag. I'm trying to like find a way to explain this that's like not just like so literal, but literally they take people's shit. It has good bacteria in them that other people want, and so they transplant it into them so that it, that good bacteria can be in their body. So it's not just about what you eat; it's literally about having that bacteria in your body. Oh my god! Just pop a pill, like pop a supplement pill. I don't, I don't know. know what this is. But then, but the problem with that they found is that it's a two-way thing. So it's part of having the bacteria, but it's also what you eat. So like. I, you and I can eat the same, but if our gut health is different, it, we're not going to yield the same results. In the same way, if I only if I have the same gut health as you, but mm-hmm. we eat different things, we're not going to yield the same results. Yeah. So it's got to be like a mix of the both mm-hmm. of the of the both of those things. Um, no, it's a thing. Look it up. It's poop transplants. I don't think they do it anymore because I think they've like science and technology like has advanced and like we don't really need to do that anymore. But it's it's true, and so like that's why. Some people, even though they might have a very healthy lifestyle or they eat something that's very similar to another person, your body is just not going to be the same way because you have different gut bacteria. Did you find it? I did. I honestly don't want to find out more. Okay. Well, if somebody you explained wants to find it out. perfectly. Okay. <laughs> I know. I was like, yeah. I was like, I don't know how to explain this. Like, I don't know how to like make this like flowery, but it truly just is what it is. It just fucking is what it is. Um. The last thing that I think is so interesting is because I'm just personally so interested in mental health is the link between mental health and gut health. I feel like I've been talking for 17 years. No, it's, um, so I was telling you how I (laughs) am interested in getting tested for IBS. Yeah. Um, irritable bowel syndrome, (laughs) syndrome, whatever. Okay. You know what? We've gone there. We're just going to keep going there. Um, because I think that I have it because I was reading up the symptoms and one of the symptoms for it is anxiety. For IBS? Yeah. Yeah, so, like, one of the things you have to maintain in order to, like, keep things good down there Mm -hmm. is your stress. Like, you have to manage your stress. Oh, for sure. Like, I think one of the things that my, our naturopath was telling me, because I was telling her how I've had a really stressful year, she was like, that also can have a very strong effect on your gut. Mm -hmm. And it's vice versa, like... Like, it's true. Like, mm-hmm. your anxiety... So, the way... Okay, what I'm trying to say is your anxiety can affect your gut, and also your gut can affect your anxiety. And so, when I was learning about this, the way that it is, is, like, it's not that your gut has its own... It's not that your gut is thinking the way your brain is thinking, but it's communicating with your brain and your body all the time. Mm-hmm. So, 
For example, if your mind is feeling anxious, you, you know, I don't know, like you, you sweat or you get shaky or you can't speak as well or whatever the case may be. But if your gut actually is not getting what it needs, it sends signals to your brain that make you anxious. Yeah. And so, or, and it can go as far as to like, they're finding links between gut health and schizophrenia, gut health and depression, gut health, um, and just so many mental health issues. And like, I think that's why, like people always talk about like, oh, like why does this generation like deal with so many mental health issues? Like what are they depressed about? Like what's there to be anxious about? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it's not just what is there to be anxious about in terms of, because sometimes there's nothing to be anxious about. That's what mental health is. Mm -hmm. But also that it's in our body like what we're eating is making us anxious Mm -hmm. because it's not what we actually need and it's because of the way like again like our our conversation always comes back to sustainability because our food isn't being made in a sustainable way yeah like the choices that we make are not always because we don't have a choice are not always sustainable and so what we're putting into our body in turn is leading to a, a decreased mental health we really loved our naturopath yeah and all all she's done to help us with our we still love her (laughs) we still go see her although i haven't seen her in so long i literally saw her today um and we really appreciate all the stuff that she's done to help us with our gut but we know that sometimes a naturopath can be inaccessible inaccessible for people so what you can do at home Mm -hmm. to help with your gut is to have a food diary yes huge 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 so what that would look like is every day write down exactly what you have for breakfast lunch and dinner and snacks and snacks as well as any drinks you have even if it's just water or coffee and how much of it and see you basically just want to measure what your body's reaction to it is yeah and at the end of the day you want to say if you if you went to the bathroom or how you felt and that will be a really good way to track or at least connect the dots between what you're eating and how your body's reacting to it yeah and like there's no like one size fits all like it's truly a journey Mm -hmm. like you can start with a food diary this is what I ate at this time this is how much I ate this is how I felt after I ate it and Mm -hmm. then at the end of the day at the end of the week you have like some pattern or like if not a pattern then what is distinct what like specifically made me feel good Mm -hmm. what specifically made me feel bad um some other things that you can um that you can do is talk to your like health practitioner yep and be like hey I want to know if I'm if I have enough xyz like for me I I mean I know both of us have this we're really tired all the time Mm -hmm. and we just kind of think it's normal but like it's not um and so looking at like hey do I have enough iron and then going from there yeah you can request to get a blood test yeah request to get a blood test for vitamin d for me it was iron as well um also like there's a couple things like if you make a huge dietary change your body is like probably not going to react like amazingly Mm -hmm. so like take it bit by bit don't be like okay today i'm eating like xyz tomorrow i'm eating one two three your body's gonna be like whoa what is going on so like and like if you maybe feel like you don't have enough fiber intake and then all of a sudden you're like i'm gonna eat all the fiber in the world you're gonna be bloated Mm -hmm. as heck so take it little by little and then go from there the other thing too that actually my naturopath was telling me about lately i found that i have kind of like an aversion to eating meat as Mm. much 
And uh, she was giving me supplements. She was looking at my diary. She was like, I think you need a little bit more protein, mm-hmm. da, 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 whatever. Um, and if something doesn't feel good, like, don't do it. So, mm-hmm. like, I was just saying how it's hard. I have, like, almost a, a block, like an energy block when I eat meat because I just don't like that feeling. And she was like, that's not going to help with your digestion. So if you're somebody who is trying to start or like, for example, if you're like for me, I really don't like to have protein powder. Mm -hmm. I freaking hate protein powder. So even though I know I should have it because it supplements my protein, I have a mental block against it, which means it's not going to go flow. It's not going to flow well in my body. And like, that's something that you can think about too is everything that I'm eating. Like, does it make my body feel good? But does it also make my mind feel good? Like, how do, how do I personally feel about it? 